Making connections, affecting the culture, just doing life. It's Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. We have spent the last month uh, here at Engage Radio talking about the sanctity of human life. And we've talked about how that's a much bigger issue, how abortion is a part of that. But there's so much more at stake. And, you know, one of the things, Wesley, that, that we talked about is what it boils down to is a dignity of life. And you know what? You really can't have that discussion without including persecution. Right. And and because we tend to look at persecution as it's always something that happens out there to somebody else, to all these different things. Well, you know, we had engaged, uh, one of the things we were able to do a couple of years ago is start this thing called the Orange Letter Campaign. And the first year we went to the surviving family members of 21 Coptic Christians who were martyred by ISIS. Uh, last year we were able to go to Syrian pastors. And in 2017, so I guess two years ago we went to Syria. That's right. Um, getting my, my years confused here. Um, but last year we did a whole new campaign and we focused on North Korea. And it's been an incredible experience. And Tom Doyle is the guy who's kind of the heart and brains behind the Orange Letter campaign. And we've got Tom uh, on the line with us right now. And Tom, real quick, tell us where you are. <laughs> well, it's good to be with you, Teddy and Wesley. I am in South Korea in Seoul, and we've been here for about eight days, and we've been working with North Korean believers who have defected to the South, and they're getting training for ministry. So it's just been a joy to be with them and hear their stories, and of course, to even deliver the letters. And we want to get into that, but before we do, uh, I want to kind of catch our people up. If, if you check EngageMagazine.net, you're going to find Tom mentioned in numerous, numerous articles. Uh, but Tom, you are uh, founder of 838. Uh, you're also, I believe, the, the president of Uncharted now, right? That's right. That's uh, right. So That's tell us a little bit about Uncharted. So Uncharted, we believe that God's called us to sound the alarm in the church around the world about the great harvest that's going on right now. And primarily, we work in the Middle East with Muslims and Jews, but God opened our hearts for the persecuted believers. One in 12 globally are suffering under persecution. And of course, when you think of persecution... What tops the list and has for 16 years is North Korea. And so God led us here to work with them. You know, there's levels of ministry. We do evangelism, we do discipleship, we do church planting, but there really is another level. And I think it's the highest level of ministry, the highest form. It's helping our brothers and sisters in the midst of persecution, because the gospel will be hated in difficult places like the Middle East and, of course, in North Korea. So that's what we do. We go um, underground, uh, unreached, unloved. Uh, that's what Uncharted is about. And I pray, this is Wesley Wildman, and I praise God for what you do and for what your family does and the ministry that God calls you to. It's always uh, fascinating for me to see the different uh, circles and the different gifts that God gives each Christian, mm-hmm. each um, each uh, follower of Christ and the so to find to, for you to have come visit here before and us get to meet you and see the work that you do, I'm so grateful for what he's called you to do. Now tell us a little bit more about the uh, the day to day task of what you're called to do and um, and where and where you're called to do it. Well, you know, uh, one major uh, uh, activity that we have is training 
uh, believers globally to reach out to Muslims. Uh, majority of, of believers that we meet, and it can be in the West and the East, uh, interpret um, Islam and everything they see just off the TV. So Christians can shrink back. They can be afraid because of the terrorism, because of all the problems with Islam. And let me tell you, there's a lot, that's for sure. Uh, look at what happened in Afghanistan just recently with the uh, uh, with the bombing at, at the mosque. Horrible people being killed daily in, in the Islamic world. But yet that pulls Christians away. And I think Satan is trying to do that. He's trying to produce fear because... Today, more Muslims are open to the gospel than ever before, ever. So we always say this in the last 10 years, uh, more Muslims have come to faith in Christ than in the last 1,400 years. So how, what does that have to do with Korea? Well, yes, there is persecution for Christians here, but Muslims are moving to Korea. And uh, Christians here feel ill-equipped, don't know what to do, don't know how to engage them in conversation. So we've been training some of the Koreans, how to reach out to Muslims, and uh, some of them are from North Korea, and, and they're reaching out. They really feel like God's called them, because there's some similar backgrounds. They come from total oppression, uh, no rights whatsoever. And um, so anyway, that's, that's what we're doing here. We're working with the North Korean believers, but we're also training lots of believers in Korea how to reach out to Muslims, because they're coming to Korea. They're coming here. So that's a little bit about what we do. Amen. You're listening to Gage Magazine on American Family Radio. That's Tom Dole, president of Charters Ministry. And you got TJ here on the on the other end of the mic. And we have the privilege of interviewing him. And not just to interview him and see what he's doing on the ground there in North Korea and South Korea, but also we get to partner with him each year for uh, our Orange Letter campaign. Many of our listeners are familiar with the Orange Letter campaign. If you're not, Go to EngageMagazine.net. That is EngageMagazine.net. There you can find out much more about the Orange Letter Campaign and how you can partner with us each year in getting letters of encouragement to persecuted Christians around America. And if you want to know a little bit more about it, we have a 2018 annual uh, that we will send you for free. It's got a whole article that talks about the Orange Letter Campaign, kind of the heart behind it. It's called When Persecution Became Real. Um, and it's just it's written by all of us. So it's a great article. I highly encourage you. Uh, you can get that at EngageMagazine.net. Tom, before we talk about this year's Orange Letter Campaign and you delivering those letters, I want to talk about your latest book. You talk about how Christians have a tendency or, or people believe that Christians have a tendency to kind of shy away. Your latest book, Standing in the Fire, Courageous Christians Living in Frightening Times, these Christians aren't shying away. Oh, boy. Isn't that the truth? I mean, whether it's in the Middle East or North Korean believers that, that come to faith in Christ knowing right out of the shoot, right off the bat, that persecution is going to be their life. It's not going to be a part of the life. It's not going to be something where this could happen. This will happen. And think about that, man, for a moment. If you can imagine that in the context of America, before people pray to receive Christ, knowing that they're giving up everything, Jesus. Uh, Wow, would our church be vastly different? And so these are people not running, not hiding, standing firm for Christ, whether it's in North Korea, in prison. And of course, we are seeing the temperature here. It's been the coldest I've ever been in in my life, Um, like 20 below zero. Uh, We were in a place up on the DMZ zone looking into North Korea, and the um, Russians from Moscow 
were running into a building. They were saying it was so cold. So it's pretty bad when the Russians think it's cold. That we know of brothers and sisters in prisons in North Korea enduring this because of the faith in Christ. And guess what? They have no heat. They have nothing. And they're enduring it. So whether it's in the Middle East or in a place like North Korea, we have brothers and sisters on the front lines that we should be proud of. We, we, we're we so thankful that Jesus has filled them that they're willing to be a living sacrifice and shine their light despite the cost. So, so we're blown away that there are people like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego that stand in the fire today, and they're not backing down. There are brothers and sisters in Christ. There are siblings. They just happen to live in other places of the world. That's absolutely incredible. Tom, tell us some of the stories that you've gotten, because one of the things that we hear, um, you know, you there, persecution is always kind of separated. Um, but for our listeners, for our supporters, you guys have written these letters, and, and we've had the ability to read some of these, and, and we've been blessed by them. And I know, Tom, you've been blessed by them. You were part of the translation. You know, you kind of led the uh, how these letters were translated, and then you delivered them. So how mm-hmm. how have they been received by these North Korean oh. defectors? Well, they were incredibly touched. Uh, the believers were, were so touched as we opened up, and well over 2,000. We were saying 2,300, but as we started counting, it may be 2,500 letters wow. came in. and. We just want to thank you all for getting the word out. Uh, I, I mean, through you, through the Orange Letter campaign, we received letters. We received one from a four-year-old girl. Uh, we received some from rest homes. We received some from believers who are in a penitentiary in America. It was a, an amazing cross-section of people <laughs> that reached out to our persecuted brothers and sisters in Christ when we were with the North Koreans delivering the letters, they were so touched in their heart. There were tears in their eyes. First of all, that anyone knows that they exist, that they're praying for them. And then here's what happened, guys, that shocked us. Here's what happened. They had letters for us. (gasps) They had written letters for us. And I'm going to be collecting them today and bring them back. And maybe we can do another program where we read some of the some of the letters, some of them they wrote to Muslims that have become believers. That's amazing. Americans just thanking them for prayer. And and so that really touched us. And then we got on the radio, and all of our team from Uncharted, Tommy Doyle, Josh Doyle, uh, Allie Dixon, Lisa Berg, we all got on the radio and broadcast into North Korea. We each selected four or five letters and read them. To underground believers in North Korea that hide away in their home and have a little transistor radio and desperately want a connection to the West, and they're able to listen. And so that was just an honor. We shared scripture with them. We wrote about just the love that the brothers and sisters have for them. Uh, this is kingdom work. This is what God calls us to do. We may live in different countries. doesn't matter if we're in the free world or under a cruel dictator. More importantly, we're part of the kingdom of God and the children of, of Jesus. And so that's what our connection point is. And and so, but when we saw the letters, we were floored. They wrote letters to us. Well, for our listeners, just a quick reminder of what Tom's talking about is the letters that you helped and other people helped 
right for the persecuted Christians in North Korea. As TJ mentioned, we pick a different location each year, and this one landed in North Korea, and Tom Doyle got to deliver those, and he's sharing some of the feedback. You know, we've got just a couple minutes left, and TJ, I'll let you close us out, but I would like to pray for Tom and his ministry and what they're doing. So, Father God, I just pray for Tom, Lord. I pray you'll bless him, Father. I pray you'll just continue to expand his territory of ministry, Father, and give him all that he needs, Father. I just pray that through each trial, Father, he trusts you more and more. I thank you for his ministry, Lord, and I just pray that you'll just um, provide him uh, the skills and everything that's necessary. Lord, I pray you'll just protect him so that the gospel may be proclaimed through him. And I thank you for his life in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So, Tom, while we're thinking about prayer, and especially while prayer is on our hearts and on our minds, how can we be praying? And I want to ask specifically in two realms. One, for the North Koreans who are still in North Korea. And then secondly, for those North Koreans who have escaped and they're they're living elsewhere. So tell us, how can we pray for those who are in North Korea? What needs do they have? Well, you know what? Um, first of all, the the believers in North Korea, the the obvious is is there's horrible malnutrition there, and North Korea is going to put on a show and make it look like everything's great during the Olympics, which starts in a week or two, uh, as they're joining together with South Korea to participate in the Olympics. That's going to be unusual, but yet there, there's malnutrition. People die of starvation daily there. Uh, the government hogs all the food, the resources. People get a little bit of rice. So just even that they can survive physically, we need to pray for that. Those are things we don't even think about. That's a re- reality in North Korea. Secondly, for those that meet together, it's um, it's the three-generation rule of someone uh, comes to faith in Christ and is found out, their parents, them, and their children all go to prison. So pray for them. It's difficult for the believers here. They are training for ministry, sharing with North Koreans, wherever they are, China, Thailand, wherever, but their eye is always on North Korea because they have family there, and it breaks their heart that their family is still going through what they went through before they escaped. So pray for them as they are praying for their families in North Korea. Absolutely. Well, Tom, we want to thank you. And again, the the ministry, uh, the name of Tom's ministry is Uncharted. Uh, we're going to provide a link to that, engagemagazine.net. You can click on the radio button, and at the very top will be this segment with Tom Doyle, president of 838 and Uncharted. He's also an author of several books, including Standing in the Fire. Uh, Tom is a guy who delivered our Orange Letter campaign. If you don't know what that is, engagemagazine.net. We're going to put all the links there. Stay tuned. You're not going to want to miss the next segment. We're talking about how we can respond to persecution.